Oh, a friend of mine from school. I remember I was in sixth grade. Some kid I met in school, we brought him over his house. I came over his house. He had little two mini bikes. And he put the Kiss Live record on. And right off the bat, I was in love. I was like, this is the greatest thing in the whole world. And I want to be a part of this some way, somehow. Even if I was a roadie, I wanted to be a part of rock and roll. And then my cousin won tickets for uh, for Kiss when they did, were filming Phantom of the Park. And she won tickets and I got to see him live. And it was just the most amazing thing I ever seen in my life. They were, they looked like they were 15 feet tall. The music was so beautiful and so loud and just filled my whole body. I was just watching it. Peter Chris play drums going, I want to, I want to do that. I want to be a part of this. My first drum set I bought from Earl Shibes' grandson, guy who paints cars, his grandson, sold it to me for $125. And it was uh, pretty much just cardboard with paint on it, but it was mine. And I had it for about a week, and then one day I came home from school and my drums and my clothes were on the sidewalk, and next thing I know I was moving to Hollywood living with my grandparents. <laughs> My family didn't go for the drums. Well, the first record I ever bought was Kiss Alive One. And that was it. It was like the first time when I was 11 and I smoked pot, I put the Kiss record on and I found God. <laughs> and and I, that's just like I said, I hear those Kiss songs. I just have these great feelings and these great memories of when I was younger. You know, whenever I feel down, I could just listen to those songs and I'm feel right back up again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I met Slash in junior high school when we were 12. Um, I had my teacher, I lived in my grandparents' building. Rather than my grandparents, I told you my drums and clothes were on the street. So I moved to Hollywood and lived with my grandparents. And my history teacher, she lived in, in the same building. So I knew I could make her crazy and, and, and she wouldn't tell my grandmother because my grandmother was older and didn't want to make her upset. So I got her to chase me around the classroom. So she chased me around the room. I run into the next classroom with the next with the door, and I opened the door, and there was this kid, and the teacher had his finger in his face, going, "You're gonna be a loser and a bum your whole life," and it turned out to be Slash. And the class was over. I went back. The class was over. We went outside. It was a three-story uh, school, you know, building, and it was when Steve Martin, King, King Tut, was really big. And we went, we stood on the, the the railing on the third floor on one foot and we sang King Tide. The teacher came out and get the hell out there. And then about a week later we consistently did school together every day. And my grandmother had a guitar and she got me because she was you know always came from a musical family and wanted me to be in you know part of music. Got me a guitar and a little amplifier. And, but it was just too complicated. I don't have the, the brain for it. I'm more of a pounder. And I, 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 after the teacher threw us off the, you know, out of school, we went to my grandmother's. I put my Kiss Alive One record on, and I put plugged my little guitar in, and I played it. And I, in the next, I think by a week later, I slash had it. And about a week after that, he was actually playing it and 
that was, it was, it, 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 I was so honored to be a part of his life and that we, I got to grow up with such great people. And then Axel and Izzy, me and Slash, you know, later on when we grew up, we were walking down Sunset Boulevard and there was a flyer everywhere. There was people, bands had flyers, so there were flyers all over the sidewalk. And we, were, we saw this one flyer that just stood out. It was a black and white, this plain black and white flyer. And it stood out, we picked it up and looked at it. And the singer and guitar player, they just looked so cool. And for some some magical way, we had a connection immediately just through the picture. And it, and it was um, it was Rose Hollywood Rose, and it was Axel and Izzy. And we went into Gazzari's and we watched them. And I said, Sash, if we get that singer and that guitar player and a great bass player, we will have the greatest fucking band ever. And then we put in me and Sash put an ad in the recycler, and we met Duff. And I'll go back to the, the story I was at. We saw Izzy and Axel, and the next day we all used to hang out at this girl's house. I think her name was Julie. If it's if it's not Julie, I'm so sorry, darling. But she was this great girl who lived on Palm Street, and we used to all you know, a bunch of rockers would hang out at her house before we go out to party, or then after you know the clubs we go back to her house. Well, I was I was hanging out at Lizzie Gray, the guitar player from London's house. And Izzy was there. So I met Izzy through Lizzie. I met Izzy through Lizzie. And I was going over, I was leaving them. I was going over to the girls' house, the girls' apartment. And Axel was crossing the street. We met each other in the middle of the street. But I didn't recognize him because when he was on stage, he had his hair all poofed up and makeup. But I kind of asked him, I said, did you play last night? And he was like, and so we met each other that way, and I said, I got this great guitar player and a bass player. I said, we got, I want to introduce you to him. And so we all got together. And we just, you know, started playing. And we went, you know, we started playing with other people. You know, just, it, it, just, it all came around to where the five of us were eventually going to be all together. And I'm just so glad I was one of those five. Well, and, and all of those songs, um, I are, are so passionate to me because uh, it, it, it's my heart and my soul, and it was my heart and my soul. Well, one fifth of my heart and soul with with the other guys as a band, being being part of a band, a group, a gang, a team, is something I always loved being a part of and loved loved the whole thing about just working with people and creating things. And when we got together in a room together, it was just, it was magic. We did, it was like we couldn't do wrong. And that feeling I get from hearing other people's music that I love so much that makes me feel great, I get that from the music that the five of us created. So that's just a great thing because I talk to a lot of musician friends from that, you know, that are a friend of ours, friends of ours. And I ask them, dude, do you listen to your record? And they're all, no, dude, not one person from the 80s that, that we, you know, our generation, even listens to their own records. I listen to Appetite every day. I play a, an Appetite song every day, just practicing at home. Because it makes me feel so good to hear it. So I love being part of, 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 of music that makes me feel how other people's music makes me feel. Well, uh, a lot of songs, 
that I grew up with, you know, from the 60s and 70s. I, I, at this moment, I couldn't name any of them to you, but just when I hear them, they just give me a special feeling in my, in my heart and in my, my soul and my stomach. Uh, it brings back great memories. You know, it's all about feeling good. I'll be just sitting on my, my balcony, you know, unfortunately having a cigarette and just without music and it's just my head's just going. And then I'll come out, I'll bring my phone out, I'll put the music on and just everything feels good. And the craziness of the brain stops. So music is awesome. I love it. It's wonderful. Uh, and I thank it. And I thank God I'm a part of it. Oh well, it was it was the greatest thing in the world touring with Aerosmith. Because for one, you know that's what was a big part besides Kiss was Aerosmith getting into music, and Steven Tyler has always been a, a, a huge idol of mine and an inspiration. Even though Andy does play drums, amazing. Um, Motley Crue, those guys were, were, were so great. Tommy and Nikki, Nikki is, is probably the biggest besides Gene Simmons. Probably the biggest genius in rock, and one of the sweetest guys. And it's been an honor that I got to be have to be a part of, of, of his life. I love the Rainbow. I have the greatest memories from there. See, and I hear music from back then. You know that generation, our generation, and I think about so many things that that happened at the Rainbow. It was so great. It was just constant. I was constantly smiling. I think I smiled consistently through the 80s. <laughs> and with um, the GNR guys, I have no idea. I'm just glad that me and Slash still talk and, and Duff, um, but especially Slash, you know, because we have such history together. And if something does happen, fucking cool, man. But I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm living for today and preparing for tomorrow. <laughs>